Jonesy and Amanda in the morning. 101.7 WSFM. We are honoured to catch up with our next guest. He's the Holocaust survivor who's spreading a message of hope and happiness despite living through the horrors of Auschwitz. He was the only member of his family to survive the Holocaust. He's a 100-year-old author, brand-new author, known as the happiest man on earth, Eddie Jaku. Hello. Hello. (laughs) How about you being an author at 100? Did you ever imagine that would be your story? I never wanted to write a book, but when I see what's going on in the world now, I said I have to put my message on paper because we have to eradicate hate. Hate is a disease. And education doesn't start at school, it starts at home. The people too often using this word hate. I have suffered because of this word hate. Hitler has created hate in a country which I love because it was the most civilized, most cultured, and certainly the most educated country in Europe. And you were front and centre when that happened. You would have been 16, thereabouts, when Hitler came to power? 13. 13 when I came came to power. The first things happened to me, I was in a school called Leibniz Gymnasium. My grandfather went to that school, and I was kicked out in October 1933. 13 and a half years of age, because I was Jewish. I didn't think that was a difference. I was German first and German second and Jewish at home. Jewish is a religion, not a race. Mm. I'm white like you. We are the most assimilated community anywhere in the world. I lost two uncles and a grandfather fighting for Germany in 1418. And all my life I asked why and for 100 years, I haven't found an answer. Can I ask you this, Eddie? Is, is being happy a choice? You could easily have, have hated what happened to your family and what hated to you. Is it a, is it a I, choice? And I'm looking at this in a context of what we're going through in our world now. We can choose forgiveness and choose happiness? Correct. You're quite right. If I would come out of the camp alive, as I did, nearly dead, and would start hate, then I fall in their footsteps. That's what they wanted me. Didn't matter for them that I hate them because they were powerful and I was powerless. The world stood still and let the German do a dirty job. They knew exactly what happened. Hitler, the Nazi party in Germany was so small that could be crushed if somebody would interfere that this was bad. But they were so frightened for the Russian that it was better to support fascism than communism. Mm. And I don't understand how a country of Schiller and Goethe, of Beethoven and Mozart could fall for a madman, a murderer, and nothing uneducated, can't speak proper German, and creates a master race of German blood, Aaron master race. Nobody is superior and nobody is inferior.
Mm. for yourself. So at that time, it must have been so surreal. One minute you're 13, and as you say, you you you, you would have blended in with other Germans. So did it happen as quickly as were you rounded up and taken straight to a concentration camp, or did it take a long time to get there? Was no, it, took, it took from 1933 to he came to power until 1938 that right. he created Kristallnacht. Mm. Now, my father, a wonderful German man, he made for me false papers, and I lived for five and a half years, 860 kilometers. I lived in an orphanage because I was supposed to be an orphanage, an orphan. At 17, I was rewarded one of the finest to be accepted in the finest union. We have unions when you belong to a union, that's a honor. That means you have won some titles in making something very nice. And I was rewarded. And I was in a blue robe with white lace. And my master also, that's the, the dignity of that union. And he says to me in German that today the apprentice Walter Schleif is accepted in one of the finest and oldest unions in Germany. And I started crying. And he shaked me, and he was strong. He said, you idiot, why are you crying? Because I couldn't tell him, I'm not an orphan. I have wonderful parents who should be now on my side. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't hold back my tears mm -hmm. that I tried, that my lovely mom and my dad could not be here and enjoy the pleasure and the honor of their son who has done what his father has asked him. Wow. Today I can tell you, I thank my father. He always told me on the phone, I know it is hard, but one day you will be very grateful. Mm. I am. Cool. Your parents would be very proud of you, Eddie. Uh, the happiest man on earth is in all good bookstores now. Eddie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. You're thank welcome. you, Eddie. I hope. We sell a lot of books. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope so too. They're flying off the shelves. <laughs> Thank you, Eddie. See you, Eddie. Bye bye. Bye. Join Z and Amanda in the morning. 101.7 <laughs> W S F M.